Welcome, folks, to another episode of the Once Blue, Always Blue Geneva FFA podcast, where we explore into the world of agriculture. My name is Michael Van, your host. Today is going to be a good day, my friends. Yes, it is. Get ready for another great episode because our guest today is Miss Jamie Danner and Miss Cassidy. They are the owners of Two Gals and a Goat. That's right, my friends. I said two gals and a goat. This is a local business right here in the Wiregrass area. First of all, thank you ladies for being here with us today. I have to admit, when I heard two gals and a goat, I was very intrigued. Thank you. Ladies, can you explain to the audience out there what two gals and a goat is? And where are y'all located at? So we're located in Florella, Alabama. That's where our shop is at. And then basically what we are is an all-natural bath and body shop. But, I mean, we take... Everything is created with our goat milk. Yeah. So we take all-natural oils and butters, and then we use our farm fresh milk, um, which makes the biggest difference. So no powdered milk. I mean, this is straight fresh milk from our girls from our farm. Straight milk. Mm -hmm. So we have two dairy goat farms. Dakota has one. I have one. Um, We milk every a.m. and p.m. And then we bring the milk up to the shop. We utilize every single bit of it from soap making to lotion making, cheese making, you name it. Um, Wow. We we do it. Twice a day? Twice a day. Yes, they have to be milked twice a day. That's awesome. That's right. Wow. Ladies, how did both of you decide to start a business like this? Well... We both actually had a passion from young girls as always wanting to work with animals, be with animals. Um, you know, your veterinarian, uh, marine biologist. Um, I brought home so, everything I could find. My parents really got frustrated with that. Anything oh. I find, I brought home with me. So, <laughs> um, and then um, we both have children um, that have health issues, and um, we found that goat milk was uh, extremely good. I have a daughter with autoimmune disease. She's in complete um, remission, and we were told to find goat milk that it would heal her. It would help her ulcerated colitis along with celiac disease, Um, and she was only on medicine for one year, and she's 20 years old now. She's getting ready to have a baby, and she has no problems, and we were told that her intestines would be probably half removed by the age of 16, 17 years old. Um, and the goat milk has just a wonderful ability to soothe ulcers and other issues, digestive issues. So um, we got into it due to the passion of, you know, of, of that, needing milk, but then yes, realizing there's so many avenues that you could use with mm-hmm. the milk. Yeah. Um, her daughter has eczema yeah. and um, other issues, and the milk, we just started playing with it, and the next thing we realized is that there was a, a, a need for this. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, I can tell your passion for oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, can I uh, buy your products in the store or online? Right. So, we have a shop, like I said, Floral, Alabama. So, you can come to the shop, um, buy the products, or we do have a website. Okay. So, I mean, you can buy it online as well. Twogalsandagoat.com. Yep. The number two. Twogalsandagoat.com. Yep. You hear yes. that out the there? Number two. The, the number two. The number two. <laughs> All right. Yes, I, I did notice y'all had several different kinds online. Uh, folks, y'all need to see all these different varieties online. It's real cool. Y'all need to check it out. Um, can you briefly explain to us how you make goat soap? Well, 
So every, you know, everything's going to be different because depending on what you want to do, there's a recipe for everything. Yes, ma'am. So um, you're definitely going to have a soap calculator because that's going to give you, I mean, you're going to need certain um, oils, certain butters, because you're going to want certain fat percentages. Yes, ma'am. But, um, you know, you can Google all different kind of recipes. They have good soap-making books as far as getting that recipe. Um, obviously, we take our milk, we freeze it. You know, you're going to add your lye a little bit at a time. We're going to have our oils and butters. We're going to melt them down, get them just like to, we like to soap it about 100 degrees. It's, uh, we have a nice workable trace. Yes, ma'am. Um, add in that milk and lye. And then, you know, it causes a good trace. Um, kind of looks like cake batter, honestly. It reminds me oh. us a lot of baking. Yes, so once you get it, then we divide it up and we add our, you know. Our essential oils and whatever. If we put clay in there, alfalfa powders, yeah. exfoliants. Um, right. And then from there, we put it into a mold. And then it goes through a saponification. Mm -hmm. okay. And saponification is when it turns from that lye. Because yes, I know a lot of people are like, lie. Well, this is how your grandma <laughs> right. made, made yeah. soap, and yeah. this is legit, <laughs> yes, and the best way. And um, so it goes through a saponification, which is a different period on the different periodic table. I'm not quite too sure which one it is, but yes, then it turns to soap. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, takes 24 hours. We have to cut it, and then it takes eight weeks to cure. 24 hours and eight weeks to cure. Yes. yes. Oh, okay. So it has to process. sit for eight weeks in order to be able to use. Yeah. Eight weeks. Mm -hmm. So yes, a lot sir. of people go in thinking that, okay, well, I'm going to make my soap today and I'm just going to use it tomorrow. But that's not how it works. Yes, so even like for seasonal soap for us, we always have to be a season ahead. So like right now we're making fall and Christmas soap otherwise because we do have some soap that um, we do piping on top of and it's fancy soap and right. uh, can take up to 12 weeks to cure. 12 so weeks. So it's, it's a while before the product is finished and ready to be able to put out for y'all to buy and to use. Yes, ma'am. So there is a process to it. Oh, okay. Hmm. Yeah. I was speaking to somebody the other day about this. Uh, they explained to me that uh, goat soap or lotion was good for skin issues or allergies. And I believe this is correct. I just heard you just a mm -hmm. minute ago. You know, can you explain why is this, you know? So the milk balances out our pH which is crazy because we all have a different pH and it's strange how just milk like goat milk can change all of our pHs but right. I mean yes, you know what it does is just kind of um, balances out our pH so our body is naturally producing the amount of oil that it needs to be versus yes, I have naturally oily skin so I use like a facial bar or the lotion to put it on so I'm not overproducing oil to clog my pore you know so my pores won't clog right. um, you know, and just with the added vitamins and minerals that it has in it and the triglycerides, that's where it comes in and it's helping with the eczema and the psoriasis and the yes, dry skin or if people have allergies or things like okay. that. I mean, it's just, um, that's just how it goes about helping it's our skin. It's most comparable to the human body. And so when you use the chemical um, soaps and lotions from the store, it's got a high acid in it yes, and it's overcompensating your oil glands. Um, or undercompensating is compromising. Um, a lot of people tend to forget that your skin is the largest organ of your body. So we eat clean, we think about what we eat, we think about what we drink, and then we kind of just go, oh, okay, we're going to put stuff on our body, but think about it. When you have an itch, um, if you put Benadryl on there, it takes the itch away, but it goes straight into your bloodstream. Mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. Um, if you have a, a woman, for instance, they take hormone cream and they put it on their wrist, it goes into their bloodstream. Right. People don't realize they put lotion on them, and whatever people have put in their lotion or in their soap goes into their 
bloodstream. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you add, when you take away all those chemicals and then you just use all natural, just God, what God designed, and put it on your skin, it, it works. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's been amazing. It's been such, it, the winters are hard. The summers can be hard. And then sometimes we cry because we lose animals, but then someone will come in and like we had a little girl who was able to wear a bathing suit because she was scarred from head to toe Mm -hmm. and all the scars went away and she was completely healed. I mean, that right there, that makes my day. Then that's what Multiple doctors and multiple, you know, dermatologists and couldn't find Mm -hmm. anything and all kind of harsh chemicals and they, you know, were doing biopsies and stuff and I mean just you know such a blessing I mean her mama was just in tears yes. you know after using the products for a couple of weeks just what they've done for over her. changed into a bar of soap and lotion yeah wow. reducing I yes so I mean and yeah. when people come in like that and they have those stories I tell them all the time I said I need to hear that because it's people like you that make mm-hmm. those hard times yeah yes, ma'am. well worth it because yeah. they, they are hard out there yeah yes, so I can imagine I so I got to admit, I have oily skin. You think that I, my Irish Spring soap might have a little bit to do with that? <laughs> Good. Manly <laughs> smelling soap. We've got some manly. We have manly smelling soap. We got some urban soap. cowboy. <laughs> my oh. soap, no. <laughs> you need to. You need to. Ladies, I, I heard before that goat milk is actually better for you than milk from a cow. Is that true? I've never uh, tasted any milk, but I'm down for trying it. Well, we're glad because we brought you milk today. (laughs) That's right. You heard Dustin's milk right there, so we'll get you fixed up. Y'all ladies, wait a minute. Y'all got some goat milk right here. (laughs) Folks, I'm going to try some goat milk for the first time. We got some from my producer. Let's try some right here. (laughs) All right, I see one likes it. Ladies, I have to. I gotta get another swallow. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. I got to admit it. My producer Jack, that pretty—he's he, he's finished his whole cup. <laughs> he he's ready for a refill. I'll, I'll admit it is. It is. It's, it's got a good taste to it. Goat milk's naturally homogenized as well. Yes, so ma'am. a lot of people um, are familiar with cow's milk more than obviously goat milk because yes, we're the only country that uses cows. Everybody else uses goat milk, um, in all your other countries. Um, so with saying that, with uh, a cow that you milk out, a raw cow's milk, it separates. Cream right. rises to the top. Goat milk doesn't do that. It's naturally homogenized, so it's all through there, and you don't mm-hmm. have to go through that process. So that, that's really nice. Um, goat milk also has, it's got 350% more niacin. It's got 37% mm-hmm. more vitamin A, 27% more calcium. It has more protein. Mm-hmm. Um, it has less fat. It's got. Um, it does not use your pancreas. It only takes okay. 20 minutes to digest versus a cow it takes eight hours up to 24 hours to digest. Wow. Um, a okay. goat is made to raise 125 pound. Yes, ma'am. So comparable to the human body, where people don't realize a cow is made to we raise a 2,000 yeah. pound. 2,500 pound, however large you want your cattle. Um, We're not meant to really digest cow's milk. I mean, that's just, it's 
Really, it's very heavy it's on very our stomach. Heavy. It's very, very heavy. It's very, very hard. Okay. Um, um, very fatty versus goat milk isn't like that. The little fat globules are smaller, yes, ma'am. so it's easier for our body to digest versus a cow. It just sits in your stomach and it's heavy. It takes our body a lot right. to process. And just like Jamie said, it takes an extra organ, which is the pancreas. So like if you have pancreatitis, um, you know, you could drink our milk and eat our cheese because goat milk doesn't require that organ in order for yeah. your body to process right. it. Yes, ma'am. So, okay. And, and I'll admit it, I'm not a spring chicken no more, and I'm trying to eat better, and I might need to drink more milk. <laughs> you milk might, that's right. Milk. And it's heart yeah. healthy. I guess the only thing it might make a little bit better is some chocolate in it. <laughs> Get but, you some Ovaltine. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's also an anti-inflammatory, so we have a lot <clears throat> of people that um, are benefited on um, their arthritis. Yeah. So, yes, I mean, it's an anti-inflammatory, okay. so, I mean, it helps, and it there, I could go over the benefits. We could be here all day on that. Right. So that's but, awesome. I, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. that was, uh, I mean, that's just a small amount. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Ladies, do y'all have any farm tours that folks can come by and get educated about your operation? We do. Mm-hmm. Um, we usually have a spring tour, and um, our spring tours consist of having. Well, we have seven stations. Mm-hmm. We've got our seven dairy breeds that we go over. We have a milk station. We have our hoof and care trimming. Um, We also have the garden station. And we've got the chicken station. Chickens and just kind of like a good general, just a whole farm. Everything that might be functioning on a farm that you can use to be Mm -hmm. self-sufficient. Just over general care, um, worming, different kind of things like that. A lot of people own goats. You know, they have questions about diseases and worms and things like that. So we want to give good general knowledge. Trying to educate. Yeah, because if yeah. if you're thinking about getting one, um, goats, I mean, they're kind of hard to raise. Yes, <laughs> they like to get sick. They like to get worms. So, you know, we like to show people um, and educate them on it before they go out and make the investment. Oh, and, and a mm-hmm. lot of people just like to know that, you know, we really are what we say we are. So being able to bring our goats to work, we like to bring our babies with us when it's baby season. Yes, um, we bring them you know, to work and pack and place. People, people <laughs> like to come and bottle feed. And, you know, we just, like I said, we like to educate. We like to tell nice. people. So we do. We like to offer tours here in the spring. It's I a like fun. That. That's, yeah. that's awesome. I think the people like it too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> do y'all offer any classes that could teach someone how to make soap? Because... That'd be cool. We yeah, do. We do. We do. We um we can hold up to actually twenty five people in our shop. Ooh. Um we can do private classes. Um we usually have classes where we have classes starting now. How much is those classes? Um they're forty dollars a person and you also get a free bar of soap with And that's it. a two okay. hour class. And that's a two hour class. class. Um it's a beginner's class. Yes, ma'am. We do do intermediate and advanced. Um but the beginner's class is nice because it costs a lot to start making your first batch of soap. It's probably gonna cost you a minimum of two hundred yeah, to two hundred seventy-five, two hundred dollars. Yeah, okay. I would say. Um, well, I'd say now about two fifty, possibly with because prices. you cannot, even though you use pots and pans, you cannot use any of that stuff in your kitchen anymore. So you mm-hmm. have to buy everything from scratch and keep it in a tote and separate it. So this is a great way to see. Hey, do I want to go home and make soap? Mm-hmm. And if they do. Then they come to our intermediate or advanced class, and we are all about, there's 72 billion people in the world. We can't clean them all. We're all about self-sufficient. Right. Um, if you want to come and learn to make soap, if you even want to go sell soap, go, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead and yes, do it. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but, yes, we, we have classes. Um, they're on our website. You can schedule at any time. That is mm-hmm. awesome. So, thank you. Awesome. Well, thank you all so much for being our guest today. It's, it's been such a pleasure. 
Uh, it's been very informative. I hope my audience out there, because I've learned a lot today. I really have. Thank you so much. Folks, you need to check these products online at Two Gals and a Goat or visit their store. They are super nice people. Folks, that's going to wrap us up today. I want to say a big thanks to my producer, my student, Mr. Jack Simmons. He's awesome. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Be sure to catch us again on the next episode of Once Blue, Always Blue, Geneva FFA podcast, where we explore into the world of agriculture. I am Michael Van. Thanks to all our FFA friends out there. Remember, my friends, today is going to be a good day.